Hello, y'all, and welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends and Music. I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today, our production crew, Jenny, Jeannie, Natalie, and on the board, our resident Ghostbuster, Sam. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So today we're going to have a very special Halloween episode. Yeah. And we're going to tell some stories of musicians who have had some contact or torment mm. uh, of the supernatural kind. Right. And those spooky artists are Kendrick Lamar, Meatloaf, and the Gallagher brothers of Oasis. Those because would... they're spooky enough on their own. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I know. They're brothers, and for them to be experiencing ghosts, I wonder if they experience it together. Well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, see? I already have questions. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I have a question for you. Have you ever seen a ghost or? You know, uh, in fact, there was a place that we stayed when we went. uh, We were heading to the beach in Alabama, and we stopped in a house in uh, somewhere in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And there had been a major storm, and we got there, and then we checked in. It was kind of like a just a bed and breakfast kind of place. A huge old house, eight rooms and yeah. all this stuff, really old looking. Well, and then we meet with the guy because we get there late because of the storm, and the guy talks to us, just talks his, ah, uh, talks his brain out to us for like an hour we're ready for bed and at the end he's like oh and don't let the ghost bother you oh and i'm like well fuck because here's my son who's probably eight years old at that time Uh and we go up to the room and it happens to be the attic room oh no yeah uh huh where he says that this little kid comes out and will roll a ball around or play with stuff. And I had, of course, this is the old days, you had a camera. There was no phone with a camera, so I had an actual camera. And I took a picture of my ex-wife and my son playing a game on the floor. Uh Later looked at the picture, and there was this little bright, ballish-looking thing right near the door of the closet. Oh, really? I'm serious. I know. I'm not making this shit up. That's not a jackalope tale. (laughs) An orb. You got an orb? You got an orb? Yes, and that camera had never done that before. And that night, I mean, of course, my ex and my son slept in the same bed, and I had to have my own bed. So I'm (laughs) laying there just fucking just mental about it, just (laughs) hearing things, and it's pitch dark in the room. And you feel a soft touch. Oh, God, not in the right place either. (laughs) So that was kind of my experience. It's one of those things where you could feel like something was in there. Yeah. But you don't know if they just fucked with your head and you're thinking that automatically. But how about you? You have film reference. I do. uh, So um, I was staying with some friends in Dubuque. And Dubuque's one of the oldest uh, American cities because it's right there on on the river. Oh, that's and, just uh, inviting it. I know, yeah. right? And um, they lived in this part of town uh, that has a bunch of old Victorian mansions. Ooh, yeah. And right across the street was um, the guy had renovated the house. It used to be, 
a mortuary, so a funeral oh. home. Oh! And it was this beautiful Victorian building that he had made into this house, but he hadn't changed the footprint of the house very much. So when you walked in to the living room, it still had um, like a little stand with rails yeah. where they would put the coffin. Oh! And he put no. a couch there. Ah, that's <laughs> and I was great. like, oh, I don't know about this. And oh it's, my you know, god! A lot of wood and and um, see, they Portisano. say they say renovations stir up, stir up the spirits. Yeah, so. well, he didn't renovate. Oh. And um, so uh, in through his kitchen, he had um, the cellar blocked off, yeah. the basement. Ooh! And um, it's because that's where they worked on the bodies. They had slabs of stone out there in um, stainless steel sinks and stuff. Yeah. And that's where they worked on the bodies, right? (laughs) Oh, wow. And he blocked it off. He never went down there. No. And uh, um, so we asked him, we had had a couple beers, and we are like, hey, can we go down to your basement? (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to work. He's a chef. And he's like, but here, here's the keys, and you guys have at it. Because we're like, we're looking for ghosts. Yeah. And um, so... We had to move all these boards, <laughs> remove all these boards from the door, and um, we had flashlights, and we had, because we're stupid, and um, <laughs> this thing that tests the temperature of the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? And um, so- Y'all we, just happened to have a temperature tester we, with you? <laughs> we went and got one. Oh, okay. Because we were like, had this, we schemed up this idea that we're going to go and- Y'all prepped and for at, it. We did. Okay. And uh, so we walked down the stairs- and there's, first of all, there are cobwebs thicker than I. Oh damn! Yeah, it was yeah. it was Indiana Jones cobwebs yeah, hanging down, which was mood. freaking me out. Yeah. So I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this cobwebs. And <laughs> so we went up and got a broom <laughs> and we knocked down all the cobwebs. And so we walked down these stairs. It is pitch black. There's no light at all down there. Wow. And we could see three little stone bed slabs where they put the bodies Holy crap. and they were kind of leaned down where they had this drain where the, oh, the body no. would drain out and um God. and we were just looking around and it was already creepy and there were spider webs and i kept thinking something was touching me because spider webs yeah and um <laughs> we shine the light in one of the parts of the room and then all of these orbs came out of no. the last little enclosure and um I screamed and left. Oh, oh and that my was it. God. I was like done. And they were like, "Let's Ooh. go back down." Uh, my friend Jennifer was like, "Let's go back down." I was like, "Nope, done." Ah, not done. enough beers could Mm-mm. get you back down nope. there. God, that's... never went back. Not gonna do it. Oh um, shit! Because we stirred them awake, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's put the, <laughs> get the nails and the hammer. Let's put that board back up on the doors." <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all even get to use the temperature? tester when we were walking down the stairs it got colder but Ooh. i think it got colder because because of, it's, it's a cellar yeah but i don't know maybe don't know. maybe that was all the it spirits was so creepy ready to fuck you over right oh. i'm gonna stick to graveyards <laughs> <laughs> yeah just too weird. yeah there's more light in a graveyard so. sam have you had ghost encounters mm, i don't think so do you want to i would love to that would be awesome. Yeah, you do no. believe in it then? Oh yeah. No, I'm I'm open. I'm one with the spirit world. Okay. Jeannie, you believe? Absolutely. Ah. Have you been, ever been touched by a ghost? Well, not inappropriately, but um <laughs> let's see. I read it. It was right after my mom died. 
And I went back to Dallas to get some stuff so I could stay over in Fort Worth for a few days. And I had this wall clock that I hadn't changed out the battery in months. So it sat there on my wall with the wrong time for at least six months. Mm -hmm. So I walked back in that night and the clock is running and it's on the right time. Oh, what? And I swear this was my mom saying, it's all cool. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is recent. My dog died last night. Which is oh. sad. Uh, rest in peace, Phoebe. I'm so sorry. My little 14 year old Yorkie. Mm. And I was totally distraught all night. And I kept thinking, out of the corner of my eye, I kept thinking I saw her walking around. Oh, and wow. this morning, before we came out here to record, I called an animal psychic and I was like, later on today, I need you to check in with Phoebe. <laughs> Make oh. sure she's okay. Well, <laughs> I just need some kind of like. Yeah. Give you peace of mind. Right. Yeah. And even if she just tells me, yeah, you're good. That's yeah. all I need to hear. I don't, <laughs> I don't care if it's real or not. I just want to hear, yeah, we're good. And she's happy and she's eating dog bones somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No. So here's a happy ghost story. Yeah. Meatloaf. Oh. So it's pretty no- well-known fact that Meatloaf loves ghosts. Meatloaf has been on several episodes of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. He's just, he loves ghosts. Wow. I think he's had a couple songs that kind of mention the supernatural. Well, Bat Out of Hell yeah. was his album. Yep. So. And he's told several stories when he's done interviews. And one of the stories was um, he kept seeing a ghost sitting on the edge of his bed when he was in his London hotel room, which I don't want a ghost to sit on my bed. Oh, hell no. I would leave. And he said that it just came through the wall and started staring at him. Oh, God. That's the worst thing to have a pervy ghost. I know. And just like, I'm staring at you. Just do your thing. Right. I don't want anyone to look in my eyes anyway. He's like, (laughs) I like, look away. It's uncomfortable anyway, but just a ghost. He also said that most people don't notice... That when you're walking down the street, you're probably passing by ghosts all the time and you're just not noticing that there's ghosts amongst us walking down the street. (laughs) So Meatloaf sees ghosts. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So he has like a sixth sense. Yeah, I guess so. So Meatloaf is at the H-E-B or the Whole Foods and is like... (laughs) Shopping in the dairy section with some ghosts or something. I don't know. It's crazy. How sad for you to be a ghost and you're kind of reliving your grocery you're thinking, shopping. I mean, God, how boring. I was like, I should go pick up yogurt. <laughs> I like Whole Foods. Yeah, I, I need five cans of Fancy Feast. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe we should just all stay in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the pandemic was a good thing and we all just like quarantined. Cause... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Although, no. you know, then they might come to you and you don't want them in the house either. So Right. Yeah. Um, You're kind of just screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, about four months before Mr. Loaf passed away, he made one final public appearance and it was on Ghost Hunters. What? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So he joined an investigation of an old farmhouse. Mm-hmm. that had been plagued with terrifying paranormal activity for decades. Oh, okay. And some new owners had bought it, and the people of Jonesboro, Tennessee, um, didn't want anyone really living in this house. But the new owners were like, let's have ghost hunters out. Let's make it more palatable, hmm. and people won't freak out about the ghosts. And if we bring meatloaf, everyone oh. loves meatloaf. <laughs> 
<laughs> meatloaf the singer and right. meatloaf the right. food. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll make it easy and people won't be so terrified of this place. Okay. They almost wanted to disprove it, maybe. Or maybe... Or just show it wasn't a threat. Right. Okay. Like, you know, some of the things, the screams and stuff that were <laughs> happening from the mansion were like, maybe they were happy screams. <laughs> right. They're screams of joy. <laughs> yeah. So he joined the investigation and during the episode... Meatloaf encounters ghosts. So s- during the episode, something touched his shoulder. And the touchy ghost was a woman named Lydia, according oh. to one of the investigators, who had some kind of device that would translate Ooh, <laughs> into English. Okay. Um, so spooky sounds into English. I don't understand the technology. <laughs> no. I In fact, know. it probably doesn't exist. Um, Maybe it's a translation thing on your phone. Oh, yeah, like uh, Google Translate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's this ghost saying? It's rattling a chain. What does that mean? Right, right. It means he's hungry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Meatloaf told the ghost, we're here to give you love, which I think would be probably misunderstood by a spirit. <laughs> and, I mean, I, to me, that's like completely the wrong thing to say. But anyway, right. that's what he said. <laughs> Misconstrued. Right. Yeah. And the crazy, we don't know if it's real translation device mm-hmm. lit up. It just totally lit up. Wow. And the person who knows what the device means yeah. says, oh, that's, a, that's an approval. It likes that meatloaf. So they were all like, yay, it's it's understands that we're just here to give them love. And uh, maybe, you know, the, the screams were happy and they like us. And now the people of Jonesboro will be okay with that haunted house on the hill. Oh. So <laughs> Meatloaf called the experience very weird. Okay. And in the episode, he's very emotional and he's holding his ha- his head in his hands. And just for clarity... His head was attached. Yeah. Okay. It was still attached to his body. Yeah. <laughs> but um, sadly, Meatloaf passed away about one month before this episode of Ghost Hunters aired. Oh, really? No one should be surprised that Meatloaf has been seen walking amongst us. Because mm. he believed in this, so Meatloaf is You'd figure hanging he'd, out. He'd take full advantage. Right. People have been seeing him, and I think he might mm-hmm. have been foreshadowing. Oh. When he was talking about, hey, you know, when you walk down the streets, when you're in the Whole Foods, look around for ghosts because they're there. Surprise, it's me. I'm in the frozen food section. (laughs) I mean, the stores are already crowded. Right. It's like, I don't need more people to run my cart into. (laughs) He's like, yo, I'm going to be a ghost too. (laughs) So it's rumored that Meatloaf has been haunting Ellen's restaurant in his hometown of Dallas. Oh. They arguably have the best meatloaf in town. Oh, yeah, yeah. And guests have reported hearing a soft whispering of the song, Bat Out of Hell, huh? as someone touches their shoulder, only to see when they turn, no one is there. Oh, dang. Right? Man, that must be damn good meatloaf. It's really good meatloaf. <laughs> if, if, Go try the meatloaf. And And get ready to be touched. Right, and touch my meatloaf. So eat it and touch it. There's no charge for meatloaf haunting. It's like a bonus side. Right. (laughs) Well, lucky old Ellen's. I don't know if if it's the rule that you've got to order the meatloaf to be experienced ghostly meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. Because meatloaf's thinking, oh... 
Right. Meat lo- meatloaf at table He's like, two. I see you got meatloaf yeah. there and you're open to meatloaf. <laughs> well, here I am. <laughs> uh, here I am. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Well, the one I have is mm-hmm. we're going on the rap world. I love rap. I do too. I mean, not every bit of rap. Oh, not all of it. Yeah, but that's true about every genre of music, just about. I would say so. But the rapper I'm talking about is Kendrick Lamar. That's one of the ones I like. You know, and I do own uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. I've got those. I like them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's had a ghost encounter. And there was one evening he got home late from the studio. Mm-hmm. And he was 21 at the time, and he was living with his mom. Oh, so, that's so sweet. I know. It is sweet. And it was so late, and Kendrick was so tired, he couldn't make it to his room, so he passed out on the couch. He, he'd probably have some <laughs> beverages. Come on. You're 21. You can't make it to your room. Yeah. You pass out on the couch. You've t- never been that exhausted. Oh, God, that's going to sound old. Yeah, my back feels bad if I sleep on the couch. (laughs) I don't want to hurt my back. Yeah, I got to make sure I get Get out of this lazy boy. Stay firm mattress (laughs) (laughs) underneath this back. Uh, All right, so he passed out on the couch. Yeah, he passed out. So while he's still kind of delirious with sleep, Kendrick claims that a silhouette appeared to him, and it was the famous rapper and actor Tupac. Now, Kendrick Lamar idolized Tupac. Okay. And in fact, a few days before this happened, his mom had been telling him how Tupac and Kendrick share, like, very close birthdays. So, yeah, there's a camaraderie there. But Kendrick said he had been visited in the past by relatives in his dreams, but this was something totally different. I mean, you throw Tupac into it, sure, that's different. So Kendrick says that at first, well, it scared the shit out of him because <laughs> there you are. And then all of a sudden this rapper you idolize shows up. So the ethereal Tupac materialized in front of him with his iconic bandana and everything. Right. And Kendrick didn't scream. He really just was so taken back by it. He started doing what he does best. Rapping? He started beatboxing. Oh, my God. Yep. The instrumental of Hail Mary. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of like trying to find a way to calm himself while all this chaos is going on. And then the spectral Tupac started rapping along. (gasps) I mean, this is like ghost level two. Right. And uh, only the lyrics that Tupac was saying, because Kendrick can kind of recall some of the lyrics that Mm -hmm. Tupac talked about. Uh, He was saying that Tupac was saying like... In the hood of heaven, no guns allowed, only rhymes and beats so loud. Wow. <laughs> so Okay. Tupac's even rapping then. Right, from heaven. <clears throat> yep, and so Kendrick was experiencing this, and then he kind of settled in. He lost some of that fear he had got from seeing Tupac. And so Kendrick responded with a freestyle rap. He started doing his. Oh. Yeah, and he rapped about celestial snacks and Cadillac clouds. What? Kind of like a heaven kind of thing. Okay. Who doesn't love snacks and Cadillacs? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you got to appreciate those things. Oh, God, that'd be another episode where I talk about my experience with my grandmother's white Cadillac with the red velvet 
Oh, God. Seat. Yeah, we got to hear. Yeah, that'll be another Snacks time. and Cadillacs. Snacks and Cadillacs. You know, it, it was white. <laughs> white with the big fins. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so then after that was kind of done, after a few moments, Tupac spoke to Kendrick. Mm-hmm. So Tupac's not going to leave without saying something. Tupac told Kendrick to keep doing what he's doing and not let the music die. And then Tupac concluded, stating that God is a black man. <laughs> and Of course he is. <laughs> so leave it to Tupac to kind of like <laughs> just rattle everything and just throw out uh, the uh, color of God. And then after that whole experience... That's where Kendrick Lamar wrote the song High Power as a reflection of this whole experience. That's cool. Yeah. So he took it and it it made him grow, even wrote a song out of it, and he felt even closer to the rapper he idolized. If I didn't believe in ghosts, I would think that Kendrick wasn't drunk. He was high. (laughs) I mean. He was high. He fell asleep on the couch, and his mom who already planted that little seed about Tupac, <laughs> dress up like Tupac, put the little bandana on. With a hair thing on. Right. Yeah, 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 coming down trying to right. wake his ass up. Right. Yeah. She, and he wasn't noticing because he was so high that he, <laughs> she had on a house coat or something, too. <laughs> she shows up a house coat and a bandana, and she's like, yeah. yo, I'm Tupac. <laughs> And she's like, she's like totally messing with him because he's so high and he's yeah. probably done this before. Yeah. She wants him to move out. Or if she's just like, get off my couch and go to bed. And then he starts beatboxing Hail Mary. Right. I mean. And she's like, oh, I know this one. I'm going to do this with you. Get your ass up to bed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was the Kendrick and Tupac experience. I freaking love it. Oh. Well. I have this amazing duo of Liam and Noel Gallagher. Oh, the brothers, yes. And good Lord, the Gallagher brothers <laughs> hate each other. There are stories upon stories upon yes. stories of their altercations that are very public. Liam very famously <laughs> called Noel a potato on Twitter. <laughs> this is just like a story that's not a ghost story. He called him a, because I, I love this, it's so funny. He called him a potato, yeah. and then he hired someone off of Twitter to show up at the Jules Holland show, sit on the front row, and peel potatoes <laughs> while Noel Gallagher performed. What, what does it even mean to be called a potato? I don't know. I don't know. know when you Just call plain you, and <laughs> you got skin. <laughs> I mean, you know, I thought English people called each other cunts. I know, right? But now he was like, right? hey, you potato. Yeah, you dirty sod and all that <laughs> stuff, but a potato. <laughs> potato. Anyway, I love that story. I think it's yeah, funny. Yeah, that is good. But Noel kind of deserves this. He's been tormenting his little brother mm-hmm. for a very long time. And so for years and years, he's been playing tricks on Liam. And okay. Liam has a very healthy fear of ghosts, and Noel doesn't believe in ghosts at all, and oh, he hates wow. his brother. Okay. <laughs> So that's a good formula. Right. Voila! Yes. We have the perfect formula for playing pranks. Yep. And that's what they did. Uh-oh. Or that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, Noel's been very public about how he fucked with his brother <laughs> into his adulthood, by the way, with the ghost stuff. Oh, so, no way. Noel says that if they were anywhere spooky, and this is from the time Liam was a little kid till the time they were touring as Oasis. <laughs> 
<laughs> that he would tell Liam and he would get the other bandmates when they were touring to tell Liam, this place is haunted. <laughs> I don't know. This hotel we're staying at, haunted. <laughs> and they would, you know, make up stories about whatever ghost was haunting. Uh-huh. And then um, Liam would go off and do something like have breakfast or whatever. And they would go into his room and move shit around. Like, turn the pictures backwards and just move the furniture around. Just fuck with his head. <laughs> yep. Noel tells one story about uh, they were all sitting down having breakfast at the hotel. And uh, Liam runs down. And he's like, were you in my room? Were you in my room? <laughs> Noel's like, no, what are you talking about? And he's like, all the furniture's moved. <laughs> all the furn- and my lamp is in the toilet. <laughs> So, to me, that would be, like, the perfect thing. You go, okay, Ghost isn't going to put the lamp in the yeah, toilet. That's your brother, <laughs> dude. But it freaked him out. He totally thinks that, you know, he's totally pale and frantic, and and all the pictures are turned around. on Like, even the ones on the wall, they, like, hung them backwards. Oh, they just, like, really fucked with How them. genius. I wish I knew someone that was afraid of ghosts so I could do this. Because oh. I really want to put a lamp in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even the bidet over there. Oh my god! Oh, right? that would be <laughs> spraying up <laughs> into the lamp. Oh. Liam preferred uh, physical altercations, but Noel admits that he liked this mental manipulation that he would do. <laughs> so he would do the ghosts and other stuff that he would just mentally oh, fuck with yeah. his brother. Yes. But here's the deal. The brothers seem to have really angered the spirit world. Oh, you kind of... Because some more stuff started happening. So it started off as a simple brotherly pranking. Yeah. And more weird stuff started happening. Uh Uh-oh. They opened the door. They opened the door. Yes. And do not open the door to the spirit world, people. Oh, no. You should have that healthy appreciation for that. You guys stay over here. We're right here. And if you guys want to walk with us at Whole Foods, that's fine. But don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. You... That's why I don't have a Ouija board. I had them as kids, and, I mean, we pushed that shit around and just did it for shits, but no. Or light as a feather. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that mirror stuff. Yeah, don't do do any of it. (laughs) Anyway, so they seem to have uh, angered the spirit world, and some real paranormal activity Uh started happening around them. Especially Noel. Who was the prankster? He was the instigator. Yeah. So I just wondered how the spirits uh, could tell the huh. Gallagher brothers apart. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, uh, Liam is the one with the more defined unibrow. <laughs> so that's how they tell him apart. <laughs> I love how it's has a unibrow, doesn't have a unibrow. Right. It's the more defined. Right. They both kind of have a unibrow, but but Liam's is like. The Bert from Sesame Street. He's got the giant, freaking hairy unibrow. Oh my God. Which, yes. you know what? That might have offended the spirit world. That scared too. I the don't spirits. Know. I know. Like, you know. Right? Hey. Some garlic and a unibrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's vampires. Oh well, well still I mean, Halloween. Still can work. Yeah. Uh, there's several accounts of levitating and smashing pint glasses around both brothers. And I was like, that's them having That's, their normal yeah. brother fights in a bar. But the people at these bars, these older bars, were yeah. like, no, no. They were levitating. No, there would be pint glasses no. levitating. And Liam got the hell out of there. <laughs> Liam's like, fuck this shit. And, and it's, uh, you know, Noel's not throwing a pint glass at me. 
a ghost uh, is lifting the shit. Sure. So um. after like the le- levitating glasses and stuff, yeah. Um, a more terrifying report started popping up around Manchester. See, it's England. Mm-hmm. It's old over Man, there. Yeah, old ghost. Yes. Old, old, old ghost. Pissed off ghost. And the most terrifying report is of a black demon dog from hell. There's a lot of stories about uh, a black dog in English lore. Oh, yeah. And this one in particular is called the Black Shuck, which is so <laughs> weird because that's not a scary name. <laughs> no. It's what you do to corn. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I'm not scared of Black Shuck. Come but, here, Shuck. And I'm just joking, Black Shuck. Don't mess with me. So th- there was the demon dog was roaming around Noel's once peaceful country estate. And the demon dog was said to live in the confines of the Manchester Cathedral. But after Noel started messing with stuff, I guess the dog was seen off the property and started <laughs> venturing Uh-oh. outward. It got out of the uh, backyard. Yeah, it got out of the yard <laughs> and started hanging out on the country estate. And I'm guessing that Noel's hijinks is rumored to have summoned the blazing-dyed beast Ooh. and uh, dared it to prowl outside the church. Neighbors have seen the red eyes in the woods. There See? we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors have seen the blazing red eyes in the woods near oh. Noel's home, and they heard blood-curdling howls on extremely dark nights. Oh, Noel shit. swears that he was not creeped out by the hellhound sightings, and it was never a catalyst for his uh, recent move, his yeah. recent move to a very well-lit street in West <laughs> London. <laughs> he got the hell out of there. He moved out of the country. He moved to West London. Yeah. It's like everywhere he goes to look to move. How's the lighting? How's the lighting? And he's like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. Uh, Liam, on the other hand, has gotten used to his coexistence with the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And he welcomes ghosts and other beings as long as they don't touch him or put a lamp in the toilet. <laughs> so it, it kind of flips. So Noel's like, wow. even though he will not admit it, yeah. he's gotten a little freaked out by ghosts. But Liam's like, you know, I had my fear challenge before. So now it's like, okay, we're okay. I never got hurt. Wow. So He's almost like open to it. Yeah. Well, it and look cool. at the older brother freaked out now. Right? That's great. <laughs> Ooh, spooky! Happy Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to those brothers. God, there's so many episodes we could have about them. Oh, God. Yeah, you could do like 10 episodes just on the the Gallagher brothers and their hijinks. I mean, the stories with them compared to, remember, Ray and Dave Davies of the Kings? Oh, my God. They look like... Christians, yeah, <laughs> compared yeah. to them, they look like best pals, best mm-hmm. mates compared yep. to the Gallagher brothers. Oh. God, they hate each other. <laughs> so funny. Gotta love Oasis. Oh man, we're to the best part of the show. I know it's the scary one stars. Yes, ooh, spooky one star. <laughs> I know Halloween. This one is, star. <laughs> this yep. is the Lone Star salute, and this is the part of the show where. We read to you one-star reviews of music, the albums, the live shows, the venues. Yep. Anything anyone's pissed about. Or find super spooky and say one Ooh. star, yeah. one boo. <laughs> <laughs> so very, very appropriate for right now. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So the, the one I've got here is about Tupac. 
who I, I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And so this is about Tupac's greatest hits. Ooh. I mean, how can you get one star on your greatest hits? I was going to say, this hits? is one star? <laughs> Man. This was a review by Evil Robot Boy. Mm. That's his name. And he gave the Tupac album Greatest Hits a one star. The title of the review, Tupac and This Album Blow. So he's already oh. kind of setting the groundwork for where he's going okay. with this review. I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim. Okay. I might get lost here with the way that he kind of uh, goes about expressing himself. I liked Tupac when he was on the news that one time, and he died. Oh, God. <laughs> and he died. His, ri- his rhymes is not I eat. I'd rather go fly a kite or go on a low-carb diet. <laughs> okay. That means no pasta. <laughs> UMC's all too slow, and I'm a little faster. That's a little bit of my skills, y'all. I'm still in looking for the right label. I blow Tupac the sausage sock out of the water, yo. <laughs> oh. If you all want something real, wait for my debut album. I'm going to call it Depacified. Did you look <laughs> up to see if... <laughs> He made that album. <laughs> well, I, I forgot to do that. I don't even know who to look for. I mean, maybe Evil Robot Boy. But six people found that review helpful. <laughs> so, so that made them kind of those that were on the fence about Tupac's greatest hits. They decided to go otherwise. See, so. I could see if someone would give it a one-star review. I mean, the greatest hits if it was like the Catholic review but, or probably an East Coast rapper, which uh, I'm guessing he is because, you know, West Coast. Woo, what's uh, that? Oh, wait. I'm, I did flash gang signs. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. Don't you dare. I didn't. Remember, we're on video. I didn't flash gang signs. <laughs> um, that was just a hand cramp. It was just it was a hand cramp. <laughs> I went to Western Hills and I have to make a W. Yeah. Um, so yeah, here's the frog. <laughs> right. yeah. So I also have a Tupac review. Oh, sweet! A one okay. star. Wow, Tupac review. Wait, we've got two Tupac. Two Tupacs. Okay. Um, this is from the 2012 Coachella Tupac hologram performance. <laughs> oh no! Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, it was kind of divisive. That was, that was way back in 2012. Yeah, 2012. Which I mean, wow. yeah, that was way back in the day. Yeah. So, here's the review, and this is from Lil Dog. <laughs> Lil Dog. Um, in the middle of a smoking Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg set, boom, a Tupac hologram pops up after they perform California Love, like after they perform California Love. Okay. The right time would have been when they perform California Love. <laughs> the faux Pac performed Fopak. Fopak. the Fopak performed Hail Mary and two of American most wanted oh my. we were all high as shit but the Pac was like a ghost or something <laughs> he was stiff like they dug up his body and made him play I would give anything to see Tupac play again but not like this me and my buds was crying cause we don't want to see no dead people do anything much less rap <laughs> This was a big old buzzkill. Now, if they had a hologram of Pac and one of Biggie, 
and they did some Mortal Kombat shit, <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, and then a security a-hole took away our shrooms. Not cool, oh, dude. Oh, God, shrooms with this. Oh, my God. Okay, that's explaining a lot. All right. So, one star. Wow. I like it. Oh, man. They've done that with a few other artists, haven't they? Didn't they do that with Prince on something? Yeah. I want to say they did. But, yeah. I want someone to do that for me while I'm still alive. Now he says they did it with Prince. Yeah, they did. Okay. Okay. I know. It's kind of like AI. I I don't know how well it'd turn, (laughs) turn out. And it's like... Prince has three arms. <laughs> <laughs> His hands are kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's like partying like it's 1999. Uh, I would like a CGI me, but I want it to be like Jurassic Park. I want to be like a raptor. <laughs> I'd still just like a cardboard cutout of me. That would be mean, good too. I know. Just take just like it around it with there. you. And then you can have the little pickle thing, spinning pickle, <laughs> we talked about before. Right, right. Oh, back in that other episode. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to stick with watching live people I am perform. Too. Yeah. I like it. It's it works for me. Or as uh, Evil Robot Boy says, I eat. I eat. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's funny. You mentioned that Tupac on the thing uh, did Hail Mary. I know. So that's, ah, that's see? what Kendrick did. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Spooky. I'm feeling the connection here. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> is it time for us to recap what we've yep. talked about? Yep, it oh, okay. is. Well, I mean, first off, I think we have proven that ghosts are real. Yes. And we can just end the discussion there. We've had our own experiences. Ghosts are real. Um, Don't tell me otherwise. And uh, any ghosts out there listening, just, you know, we believe in you. Just keep your distance. Yeah, that's the way we stay on their good side. Right. We Uh, believe in them. Yep, keep on the good side of the ghosts. Yeah. (laughs) So we had Meatloaf. Meatloaf. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you can watch that episode of Ghost Hunters and watch him almost crying because a ghost touched his shoulder and then... Wow. Uh, uh, was totally fine with saying, dude, love. Uh, All the love stuff for ghosts. I get it. It really put him, I mean, if he's so into it and then he gets touched by a ghost, I can see him getting emotional. And then we had Kendrick Lamar and Tupac. And Kendrick has actually talked about that experience in interviews. So there's some truth to it. So it's for real. I mean, in Kendrick's mind it is. Who knows? Was it his, Kendrick's mother coming down and making him get his butt to bed? Right. I don't know, because he's 21, and he had said he'd seen relatives in his dreams, so... Well, if, if it influenced a song... You can't argue with that. Right. And... Hey, I did a little fact-checking. Apparently, Kendrick Lamar does not smoke weed. Oh. This is this is from an interview he did in 2012, oh. so a lot of time has passed, but... So it's PCP. Yeah, but it could have been other drugs. <laughs> he was specific to say he doesn't do marijuana. Yeah, but apparently in, in his songs, he talks about painkillers and amphetamines a lot. So, Oh. Yeah. oh. It's that back pain he gets from sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have an oh, issue with. Get some of that Excedrin PM. Yeah, yeah. I need some of that Adderall. I got to sleep on the couch. <laughs> um, And then we have... 
Liam and Noel. Oh, the brothers. So this is kind of a mixed bag. It's a hybrid jackalope mm-hmm. tale yeah. and real. Ah. So the jackalope part of it would be Noel playing tricks on Liam. So he's making a jackalope tale mm-hmm. for his brother. Right. And then, uh, oh, the tides have turned on the ah. spirit world. And it's like, hey, Noel. Yeah. Uh, not only are there going to be peeling potatoes, but there's going to be some <laughs> demon dogs from hell following you around. <laughs> Say, you God. better sell your countryside estate. Oh, yeah. See, it's almost like the punishment. They were faking it, and now it's real. Yep. Oh, that's just like so, a movie. Yeah, it's a mixed jackalope. With those high school kids whenever <laughs> they start messing with something, and then they're fucked. Right. It's like if you're a kid in the woods, don't have sex. <laughs> In fact, don't go into the woods. I mean, really, come on. Yeah. I hate camping. Yeah, anyway, so you'll never find me in the woods. Right. No one gets killed glamping (laughs) or in a hotel, for the most part. Hotels are pretty safe. Or just just stay at the house. Stay at your house. That's where all the snacks are and (laughs) your bed and couch. (laughs) See, you're better off that way. Stay inside. Yeah. Okay, so we have two reels. Yes. And one that's mixed jackalope. It's a mix. I know. That's a pretty good haul for this week. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. And please follow the links on our show notes to find us on the socials. Yes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And join us next time as we question, is it real or is it a jackalope?